Herzlich willkommen, Sianamgela, and welcome to the Bundesliga Connection with Chris Harrington on the SL Podcast in partnership with DW Berlin. Time for the latest from Germany's domestic football league, the Bundesliga. And for that, we are joined by DW Sports correspondent Chris Harrington from our partner station Deutsche Welle in Berlin. Now, Chris, before we get into the Bundesliga action, the Germany national team coach Joachim Lowe uh, let us know last week that he's stepping down from the role. And a few are calling for Bayern Munich's Hansi Flick to take the job. What are your thoughts? Well, uh, as far as Yogi Love stepping down, a lot of people were calling uh, for him to do that after that uh, horrific 6-0 defeat to Spain in the Nations League. There were since 1931. And even before that, the 2018 uh, Russia disaster, getting booted from the group stage. You know, but Yogi Love did have a lot of positives. He put in 15 years of service. He'll leave the post with the best winning percentage of any German coach before him. And, of course, the 2014 World Cup uh, victory, you know, is the icing on the cake. You know, but uh, as far as Hansi Flick, Hansi Flick is the man they want because Hansi Flick was an assistant coach, kind of uh, 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 unseen, but uh, did a lot to contribute to their success. He spent eight years with Yogi Love as his assistant. And then you can just look at the magic and what he's done for Bayern Munich. I mean, goodness gracious. He won six trophies. Bayern Munich looked down and out under Niko Kovac. He left them in shatters. Hansi Flick came in and then uh, produced a historic result. You know, uh, he's doing wonders at Bayern Munich right now as a former player. You know, uh, he's there. So he understands the philosophy, the mentality in in, uh, the evidence speaks for itself. Uh, He's under contract until 2023. It makes no sense for him to leave. Why would he leave Bayern Munich to go to a a project, you know, for what you can consider the German national team situation right now? There's a lot to be dealing with right now. France is a team to beat in Europe. I mean, I think everyone knows that, you know, um, but uh, Haji Flick obviously occupied. Other few names out there. Jurgen Klopp was a name out there, thrown out there. But he's at Liverpool, naturally. Uh, Julian Nagelsmann, RB Leipzig's coach. There are a lot of good German coaches. But the problem is the, the best ones have jobs already. The president uh, of the uh, DFB, the German Football Association, did you know say that there's time. That's the best thing on their side. There's a lot of time because Yogi Love isn't leaving until after the European Championship this summer. A few names have been linked to the job already. The under-21 coach, Stefan Kuntz, you know, has been mentioned. That does make sense. He does know the young talent, you know, does know the system very well. And then uh, Ralph uh, Rognick is a name that's been thrown out there. Ralph Rognick is interesting because he's not a name that's typically getting headlines, but he's well-respected in the football world in Germany. You know, he, he was behind Hoffenheim's ascension to the Bundesliga as well as RB Leipzig's. So he does have a lot of respect. The problem with Rognick is he's been linked to Schalke. We all know Schalke. They look destined. You know, uh, they need a miracle to pull off uh, a surviving in the top flight right now with only 10 points. And uh, Rognick looks like the man to be linked to turn that club around. So uh, time is the best thing on Germany's side right now. There's a lot of it. And uh, we'll have to wait and see which coach becomes available. But you'd hate to just put a Band-Aid on the situation You'd want to find a, a mainstay, and I think that'll be tough. Now, in the Bundesliga, switching speed here, Chris, Bayern breezed past Werder Bremen, and RB Leipzig dropped points at home against Frankfurt. What were your takes on those matches? Leon Goretzka, you know, he's the muscle man in the midfield at Bayern Munich. 
You know, uh, Sage Gnabry and, of course, uh, Robert Lewandowski netted the goals. Gnabry's a former Bremen player. You know, you always see the players give it back to their former clubs. Gnabry was no exception in this match. He's looking really good since returning. Thomas Müller, I mean, I, I can't speak his name enough. He now has 13 assists. He needs to be recalled uh, by the German national team. Hopefully that does happen. He's the best candidate out of the big three that recently got departed, not recently, but a while back, in Boateng, Müller, and Hummels. I, I, I think uh, Müller has deserving uh, a recall uh, with the numbers. You can't deny that. You know, so uh, Bayern are, are looking good. You Bayern did what they had to do. Leipzig, on the other hand, Leipzig had a taller order in Frankfurt. You know, we can't deny that. This was a top-tier affair, and it started off hot and heavy. There was great defense from Frankfurt that prevented a goal from RB Leipzig. Kevin Trapp, you have to salute him for that. You know, but uh, Leipzig did manage to get a goal. I thought Leipzig would actually win this match. They had three points at the end of the first half It w if it would have been a, a one-half affair. But Frankfurt, they had no shots on goal in the first half, turned it on in the second half. Kamada came through and leveled the affair. Frankfurt have a lot of firepower. They deserve to be where they are, you know, in terms of the top four, but they did drop points. Both sides dropped points, and that pretty much helped the perennial powers in the Bundesliga. In Bayern Munich, give them a bit more space. And then in Dortmund, you know, obviously uh, Frankfurt have uh, a little less space over Dortmund now. Dortmund, a team that typically returns to the Champions League, always the second horse in the league. It helps them out uh, as well. So these new kids on the block in terms of the competitiveness this season in Leipzig and Frankfurt, you know, the result is what you expected it to be between these two powers, a draw. Now, the biggest upset of the match day would have been Bayern Leverkusen losing to Arminia Bielefeld and falling out of the Champions League spots. What was your take on that match? Most definitely was. I mean, you know, it's really ridiculous, you know, to lose against a side that uh, you have no business losing to. But Leverkusen have been rocky lately, although they did defeat a down-and-out Gladbach. You know, uh, they had their opportunities. They had an early opportunity through Nadim Amiri, point-blank range, he missed. Uh, defense set up Armenia Bellafeld's first goal. And then uh, a lapse in defensive judgment gave Armenia Bellafeld the game-winning goal. I mean, and, and then, you know, in terms of Leverkusen's offense, it was there, but there was great defense that prevented them from converting any goals. The only goal from Schick, who's been there uh, as of late, uh, uh, with Leverkusen, he came through. But all in all, the defense was there, prevented a few opportunities, and then the the lacks of defense at the end. I mean, the last play, the game-winning goal, it wasn't the last play, but it was towards the end of the match. Double-teaming Armenia Bellefeld, uh player with the ball and leaving two wide open is a bad defensive decision, and it led to their defeat. You know, and we have to see what happens. Their loss, though, does help Dortmund, who, who looked great against Hanta. You know, uh, Dortmund obviously are ch uh, chasing the Champions League, and every time these teams lose and drop points, you know, that they're chasing in these top four spots, it does help. Dortmund could very well, if they keep up the pace, advance, you know, and hurdle over into these top four spots. I mean, Leverkusen dropped points as well. Um, Frankfurt dropped points as well. That also helps uh, Dortmund a bit. But Leverkusen have another bottom feeder next weekend. We have to see if they can turn things around when they face Hertha. And speaking of Dortmund, Chris, they advanced to the next phase of the UEFA Champions League. Do you see Bayern getting past Lazio this week to put their name in the draw on Friday as well? Yeah, of course I do. Now, now yeah, uh, speaking of Dortmund, Dortmund's an on and off team. You know, uh, Dortmund, though, they did squeeze through. It was close against Sevilla. You have to give them credit. Sevilla is a seasoned team in terms of winning European silverware. And Dortmund are looking good, but they are down and out. 
Hopefully they keep it on there some time. You know, this is Friday on the 19th, this draw. But uh, as the question, Bayern Munich, I mean, come on. Bayern gave Lazio a beat down in the first leg. Lazio would need to score five goals in Munich. That's definitely not going to happen. I think Bayern are in a good position to double up and potentially repeat, you know, as Champions League victors. Why not? Lewandowski's, you know, fantastic. They have Gnabry back. Müller's, you know, on point. The team is looking very good. I think they are going to run all over Lazio like they did in the first leg. And then we'll see who they're matched up uh, against uh, when that draw does take place on uh, Friday the 19th. Thank you very much for the Bundesliga and German football update. Chris Harrington from our partner station Deutsche Welle in Berlin, Germany. Enjoy your day further. Thank you and auf Wiedersehen. The Bundesliga connection is a team effort driven by the following incredible individuals. The show is hosted by Slu Paho and Chris Harrington. It is produced by Chris Harrington. It is edited by Aidan Hewitt and Uli Prisch. And graphics are provided by Nino Segelen.